As consumers, we are bombarded by it at every turn, like the Incredible Hulk being bombarded by gamma rays. But what makes some media endure, while others are banished to the forgotten black hole of obscurity, never to be heard from again? Who or what decides this? Hetero life mate Steve and Yehel want to know, and they want to know now. This is Obscurity Now. now, now, now. And what's up, Obscurians? It's time for another episode of Obscurity Now, the show where we take a look at weird and almost forgotten pieces of media, then we decide if it should be remembered for all of human history, or toss in the black void of obscurity, never to be heard from again. My name is Steve, and with me, he is the uh, Hispanic Pac-Man who was cut from all the video games and TV shows. It's... It's me, pac Omni. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> nice, nicely uh, done. What they call me, Steve, on the streets, the pack streets, the pack land, the, pa- the uh, pack land. Yeah, we never got to see any of the um, sort of seedier side of pack land, like the alleys where they deal uh, illegal power pellets or anything like that. Well, they don't seem to be illegal. Yeah, all. right. Uh, I mean, to me, pack land just seems like. Like in Japan, I know uh, steroids are legal, so uh, there you go. Like, um, yeah, it, it would be like if uh, cocaine and steroids were combined into a fruit that literally grew on trees, <laughs> and you've got packland. Oh man, I wish I could go there for real. Uh, but uh, mm-hmm. anyway, listener, this is uh, part three of our Christmas uh, coverage, if you will, and we are. Uh, going to be discussing Christmas Comes to Pac-Land, which is a, it's, it's exactly as it sounds, it is a Pac-Man Christmas special. Were you even aware that this thing even existed? No, no, I wasn't. I, I, I was never really into, like, Pac-Man related media, like cartoons and comics. I, uh, To be honest, I'm not even, like, the biggest Pac-Man game fan. Like, it's fine for, like, a few minutes and then... Then I'm out. I'm out. I was going to ask you. Um, I'd say I like probably like Pac-Man the game a bit more than you. I actually have that Pac-Man 99 on the Switch. Uh, and, I mean, I'm just really not that good at it. I guess if I play enough, then I can get good. But then I'll go off and do something else and come back and be terrible again. Um, yeah. so- I guess some of us can have, like, a power pellet or two and then not do it ever again. Oh move on with our lives this... <laughs> but some other people oh, wait, 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 they, wait. Just, they just have to get is this a drug is they just have to is this a drug metaphor or like a sex metaphor uh, i i i feel like this whole uh pac-man come or excuse me christmas comes to pac-land special is a metaphor for drugs sure oh, I and can see it. uh i wait wait till you the listener gets to find out what the message is about drugs. <laughs> they're they're good and you should take them uh thanks for ruining <laughs> wait no that i have something a little different that's just my own personal it. philosophy hell i didn't mean to like uh blow uh your uh your pack wad here sir i know you're pelleted up right now <laughs> I, I wish i was i wish i look was at that mouth ready to chomp mm, away mm, mm, mm. hey look i'm back man mm, mm, mm. uh you ready to dive a little deeper into pack land yeah let's let's do All it right. Welcome to your feature presentation. Uh, 
so just uh, picking up where we left off on the uh, previous conversation. So, uh, spoiler alert, this is a Hanna-Barbera-produced uh, cartoon. You never saw any of the other Hanna-Barbera Pac-Man cartoons? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, like, I've seen them in passing, but no, like, as a kid, I was never into them. Uh, I'm sure I gave them a, a, a shot or whatever, but I, I didn't like them, no. So my, my palate was a little bit more uh, sophisticated, Steve. <laughs> so, what were you watching in 1988? <laughs> or, like, this actually... 1988? Is that when this no, came this out? No, this actually um... came out in 1982, so, I mean, I would have been, like, less than a year old when it came out, and that would make you Yeah, and I would have been two, two at the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, I couldn't tell you what I was watching in 1982. Probably not this because I was in. Um, I almost said I was in Star Trek. I was <laughs> wish, in buddy. Puerto Rico. You wish. Yeah, I wish. I was in Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know, but I mean, I you know, in like those early years, GI Ju. I don't think I would have been watching GI Ju. Is that what you were? <laughs> yeah, GI Ju. It's uh, it's like the Spanish version we had in Puerto what? Rico. That makes even uh, less sense. Not Jew like the Jews. Like GI Ju. Oh, all right. Wow, wow. Nice save there. Yeah, nice save. we're not getting political here. <laughs> <laughs> Nor will we ever. Uh, just a sort of a quick little fun fact about Pac-Man, because no one ever talks about Pac-Man's uh, creator. Uh, everyone loves Shigeru Miyamoto. I mean, he's like the modern-day Walt Disney. Probably better than Walt Disney. Less uh, misogynic, mis- mis- misogynistic and less racist, I'm guessing. But yeah. uh, I mean, creator... but who, who isn't? Yeah, am I right? Am I right? So, uh, Pac-Man creator, his name is Toru Iwatani. And uh, in Japan, Pac-Man is actually called Puck-Man, but not because of hockey, but from some uh, Japanese phrase, it's like pukka-pukka, which means to like, eat something. I'm sure you knew this all, right? Yeah, I mean, you love Pac-Man so much. Didn't mm-hmm. I see you at PacCon like 2023 this year? Yeah, yeah, I love it when I think it's very creative when somebody takes a circle and just takes out like a portion of it and says, "I made this." I'm glad you brought. Yeah, he's based off of a uh, a pizza missing a slice. If you couldn't put yeah. that together, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, Pac-Man. I mean, you can't not like him. I mean, he was the first video game mascot, even predating Super Mario Brothers, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, I I don't hate Pac-Man. I just the games don't hold my attention for more than I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. So, uh, so getting into Christmas comes to Pac-Land. It is 24 minutes long. Uh, TVG. So you know, watch out. And actually, when it premiered all the way uh, December 16th, 1982, it was number 38 in the Nielsen ratings. I don't know what that means. Maybe that's good. <laughs> Like, <laughs> yeah, it's hard to tell because there wasn't a, like a lot to watch then. So, sure. I mean, but, if, you, if you told me it was top 10, I'd be like, okay, there were maybe mm-hmm. like 15 things to watch that day. Sure. I'm, I'm guessing that was probably good because since this is 82, I would say pack fever was still going strong at this point. Um, so good for good for Pac-Man and Hanna-Barbera, I guess. Um, so Here's a synopsis for Christmas Comes to Packland. After a conflict with the ghosts, causing Santa to spiral out of control and crash his sleigh. <laughs> That's, that makes Santa sound like a drunk or a drug addict. 
is spiraling out of control because of the ghosts. I mean, come on, can you see it? Yeah, see yeah. It? Well, surprisingly, he's the only one not drugged up in this. Well, no, no, no. He he gets drugged up. Everybody gets drugged up at yeah. the end. Uh, yeah. So Pac-Man and his family and friends work together to fix Santa's sleigh and save Christmas. Aw. Now, this was uh, directed by one uh, Ray Patterson, and I'm pretty sure his name has uh, floated into other episodes that we've covered. He has covered uh, Captain, or he has directed Captain Planet, Pirates of Dark Water, 21 episodes of the regular Pac-Man series, Snorks, Smurfs, he's worked for Disney and Hanna-Barbera, so this guy is uh, quite the veteran. Snorks, uh, you like Snorks? (laughs) It's not good, right? You like jazz. Uh, you like Huey Lewis in the news. Um, I, I hate jazz, but I think I'd rather listen to an entire jazz album than watch one episode of the Snorks. Um, I, I mean, of course, when I was young and there was nothing else to watch, I didn't mind Snorks. Back when it was 38 in the Nielsen ratings? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But uh, no, I don't need to. Like, we don't need to cover the Snorks. Oh, thank God. Soon. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll give you my, my uh, judgment right now. Obliterated. Snorks is... <laughs> Shit. What? Wow, you really remember hating it that much? Oh my god. I remember for a while they were on this block of uh it must I I want to say it might have been USA Network uh on their block for a while, but they mm. with USA Network, like they would change up the order. They would mm-hmm. show things pretty frequently. At least it felt that way when I was a kid. And right. I would get so mad when they would change it up and now Snorks was in place of I don't know, Gem and the Holograms or something I liked. Because Gem and the Holograms is awesome. Uh, but uh, I mean, I would like us to cover Jim and the Holograms because oh, I would I'm like down. to see if it holds up. Yeah. yeah oh man, so. her boyfriend doesn't have to work. Uh, he just gets <laughs> to use her man. money. Yeah, he's a kept man. <laughs> you know, he helps her out with like some errands or whatever every once in a while. You know that so, she asks him to. So what you're saying is that Jim is your ideal woman, basically. Uh, no, actually, I like the misfits. Oh right, right. Well, all right, so. Um, misfits uh, i think we've talked about we have we have so uh, misfits sort of coat of paint on uh, a gym type lady who has a shit ton of money yeah i guess so although jim's always very i don't know jim jim seems like the kind of girl though that's like constantly planning things like oh hey did you see uh there's this beer and wine festival coming up oh did you see that there's this oh like and i'm just like can i just like not do anything have you ever encountered a woman who isn't always planning to do stuff because i haven't um yes all right well we can talk about it off air uh it all right move it on uh but let's just say she'll never plan anything again Wow, you misfit of a man, you. <laughs> I got pelleted it up and just chomped her. <laughs> you heard it here, uh, FBI and CIA. He just admitted the, the, to murdering these pellet, someone. Yeah, the, these pellet and chomp uh, references will make a little bit more sense as we get into the episode. Uh-huh. Okay, so the writer here, Jeffrey Scott, also a um, cartoon veteran in his own right. He worked mm-hmm. on the previously covered by us, James Bond Jr., the original TMNT, Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, one of my favorite shows of all time, DuckTales, and Mask, not the Mask, but Mask, the you know the vehicles that turn into stuff. 
Uh, and I already mentioned. Oh, and you left off the most important thing he wrote 20 episodes of uh, Hulk Hogan's uh, Rock and Wrestling. <laughs> of course, yes. Uh, how could I forget that? Um, and of course, as I previously mentioned, this is covered or produced by Hanna Barbera. Wow, what a uh, voice cast we have here. Why don't you tell me about them? We do. It's not a big cast, but uh, it's quite the cast. Uh, up first, we have Peter Cullen, mm-hmm. uh, Optimus Prime himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, rest- he passed away, right? Uh, <laughs> we've had this conversation before. No, both Peter Cullen and Frank Welker are alive and well. Kevin Conroy. Yes. Sorry, that's what I'm thinking of. There you go. He, he passed mm-hmm. away. Rip. Um, but yeah, Peter Cullen, uh, best known for, uh, like I said, Optimus Prime. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, he's done other things, folks. Uh, I'm not going into them. All right, but he does the voice of Sourpuss and Santa Claus. Sourpuss is one of the ghosts. No, no, right? Sourpuss is the cat. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> How stupid of me. Um, all right, up next we have uh, Marty Ingles. What did I? Oh, I know why. Marty Ingalls, uh, who plays the voice of our titular character and local terrorist, Pac-Man. Um, Roid user, yeah. He, yeah. Uh, he actually has quite a bit of live-action stuff. Most of these people in the cast have a bunch of animated stuff, but he uh, does not. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of his stuff is live-action. Uh, stuff you've never heard of, the last thing he did was called Bruce the Challenge. Okay. Uh which seems to be, uh, it's about Bruce Lee, I guess. It's the, the description just said Bruce Lee is put to a challenge from the champ of the day, which is just like the most poorly worded. Yeah, that's awful. Uh, so do you think Marty Ingalls played the champ or like Bruce Lee's like coach or something? <laughs> this came out in 2016, Steve. <laughs> he played Gramps. He played a corpse, probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he played, he played Gramps. He did not play uh, the champ. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Moving right along, we've got Chuck McCann. He plays Blinky, Pinky, and Officer Opac, which I don't think... <laughs> I love how all, they made him Irish because, of course, of course he's got to be an Irish cop. Yeah. yeah. Well, the weird thing is in the cartoon, they call him Sheriff. Yeah. That is yeah. weird. Anyways, um, he... Oops, where am I at here? Flesh out your he, world, um, Pac-Man. Also... Come on. He also has like a lot of uh, live action stuff um, in his uh, repertoire, including Citizen Jane, not not Citizen Kane. It was a TV movie from 2009. <laughs> Finally, they swapped out, they gender swapped Citizen Kane, which is what I've always wanted. Yeah. But you know what's crazy is uh, like when I saw his picture on IMDb, like I recognize his face. Mm-hmm. I don't remember him in any of the stuff he's been in here. Um, you know, it's, um, it's a lot of, it's just like one-offs, mm. but, um, anyways, um, moving right along. Oh, I'm sorry. Chuck played, or I said who he played. We've got Barbara Minkus, mm-hmm. uh, who plays Miss Pepper Pac-Man. Uh, I don't remember Miss Pac-Man having a first no, name before this. No, why didn't they just I, call her Miss Pac? That's what, like, the Maybe they thought that would be, because they're already calling, cause, well, because they, they call Pac-Man Pac-Man. Oh, well, doesn't somebody... It, Somebody else owns the right to Miss Pac-Man, if I remember oh, right. There was that's like a... right, yeah. Well, I think the whole the names here are kind of all over the place. Like, I mean, you just pick one or the other. All right, so we have a Pac-Man, and then we have Miss Pepper Pac-Man, and then Pac-Baby. 
And then when I first saw like their whole family together, wouldn't you think the dog and the cat would be pack dog and pat pack cat? Oh no, no, no. They have like nope. real names. The, the the cat is sourpuss and the dog is chomp chomp. So what are we doing here, you hell? What are we doing? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, Steve. I, I, I almost feel like they the only thing they cared about was uh, making a drug benefit. Right. Uh. And I mean, shouldn't if if we're going with video game continuity, Pac Baby should be Pac Junior because they did a Pac Man Junior game later on. I don't know if it was a thing in 1982, but but there is a Pac Man Junior. But I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it. I don't think it would have been out yet. But I, you, you, you know, it could be wrong. But I do think that if you're going to make a drug uh analogy out of miss out of pac-man barbara is a good person to hire since the first thing on her credits Mm -hmm. in imdb is what's so bad about feeling good (laughs) here's to feeling good all the time all the time up next we've got uh susan silo Mm -hmm. susan silo plays the voice of um sue the ghost right (laughs) one of the one of the ghosts, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, she does have a shit ton of uh, animated voiceover credits to her name. Still acting, most re- recently in a Nickelodeon All Star All Star Brawl Two, which is like a Smash Brothers with clone it. with Nickelodeon mm-hmm. characters. Yeah, nice. Um, up next, we've got Rusty Taylor. Yeah, sorry. I just feel like there was something about Susan I was going to mention, but I just closed her thing. So we'll move on. Uh, we've got Russy Taylor, uh, who plays the voice of Pac Baby. Mm-hmm. Um, boy, did I hate the voice for Pac Baby. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, pretty awful. She's uh, done a lot of yeah, stuff, though, But she's right? got, yeah, 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 tons and tons, hundreds of things in her credit list, uh, the majority of which is animated. I think I saw... Cowboys have moved Mesa on there nice. at some point and a few other things. A lot of Disney stuff, a lot of Mickey and Minnie bullshit. <laughs> uh, I, I know. I love that episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my favorite Christmas mm-hmm. special. All right. Then we've got Frank Welker uh, to, I guess, offset. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard of yeah. him. But Frank Welker, uh, a.k.a. Uh, mm. Starscream and no, uh, Star Megatron. Just, no, Galvatron. Just Megatron and Galvatron, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Sorry, uh, Transform... I'm more of a... I'm not really a Transformers guy. Mm. I'm more of a Transmorphers <laughs> guy. The, uh... The Asylum-produced, you know yeah, Transmorphers. Yeah, the Asylum. Yeah, you know, you, you yeah. do strike me as more of a Transmorphers kind of guy. Yeah, I, I just think there's a little bit more, you know, like, nuance. <laughs> oh, yeah, in an Asylum movie? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad you agree. Anyways... Um, as we've mentioned before, we don't use Frank Welker as a Star Trek connection because he comes up all the time. Yeah, he's the uh, god of voiceover, it, it, basically. Yeah, we'd be like quintuple dip, dipping every two mm-hmm. weeks or something. So uh, we do, however, have Barry Gordon on the cast wait, wait, who voiced Inky. Who did Frank Welker play in this animated movie or show? Oh, Chomp Chomp and Morris Reindeer. <laughs> so, and it, it, that's wild to me, dude, that like half the time we see him on here he's not voicing like Humans, anybody yeah. who speaks mm-hmm. or who even speaks he, he just he's voicing like animals or, or things that make sounds remember everyone he was the dog from a chipmunk adventure the dog and yep. he was also you know what this reminded me of remember when we watched the uh Q-Bert thanksgiving special 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of the a lot of similarities here, and Frank was in that one as well, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Well, uh, we still have two people to go. Okay. Uh, we've got Barry Gordon, who voices Inky, another one of the uh, ghosts. Mm. However, I know him as Arden Brutt in Star Trek Voyager. Holy shit. Okay. I'm Not Done and Nava in Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Uh, he's done some other things, too, I suppose, <laughs> such as also Nickelodeon All-Stars Brawl, nice. too. But yeah, a lot of animated stuff. And last but not least, Neil Ross, who plays the voice of Clyde. Mm. Uh, I don't. Was who's Clyde? Was that Another one of the ghosts? Ghost, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you might have heard him in Star Trek Elite Force. Oh 2, shit! That's what I was going to say. Yeah, or Star Trek Armada Two. Your two favorite video games <laughs> of all time. Uh, okay, and that does it for our Star Trek connections as well as cast. Ah! Oh no! We just entered another Star Trek connection. Ah! All right. Uh, can always count on you, hell, for them Star Trek connections. Yes. Uh, are you ready, Steve, to dive into the... Oh, wait, I think you had some uh, Pac-Man. No, I, I gave him... All I, all I mentioned was the Nielsen ratings and uh, the creator, basically. That's it. Oh, uh, you, we- you weave them in so smoothly, I didn't even realize I was being hey, educated. Here's the feeling good all the time. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> There's uh, Bill Nye, Mr. Wizard, uh, Beekman's World, and you. Wait, as, I uh, appreciate that, but don't you think Beekman's World is ahead of Bill Nye? Because I certainly do. No? no. Oh, Beekman is way more entertaining. Uh, I mean, if you're if you like don't want to really learn much, I There's suppose. There's plenty of facts. But, in every... uh, All right, you, you let us know. Bill Nye's way cooler. Who is more relevant today? Oh, yeah, only because... Who's still out doing stuff? Who's being invited to do things? It's Bill Nye. Yeah, because Bill Nye is will basically say whatever the uh, climate change people want him to say. That's why. <laughs> that it's real? That it exists? <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? What do you mean what they want him to They're say? They're paying him in pack pellets, man. <laughs> but he's just an actor. Bill Nye just keeps... He's just an actor anyway. Bill Nye just keeps saying these things that scientists find out are true. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, Bill Nye all the way for me. Uh, Mr. Wizard, though, he doesn't get the respect. Well, Mr. Li- Lizard... <laughs> Mr. Wizard, <laughs> his show came on too early, so I missed it most of the time. But uh, we can talk about them another time. Take us through yeah. Christmas Comes to Pac-Land, baby. All right, so we start off uh, with Santa flying in the air, as he does. Uh, and Santa's a bit of a slave driver here. I, I suppose he always oh, is, 100%. if you think about it. Big time fashion. But he's not hiding mm-hmm. it. I guess because no one's around, right. right? So whenever he's alone with the reindeer, that's when the, you see the real sure. Santa. Anyways, he's whipping his reindeer, and he's like, hurry up. We only have a few hours to cover the planet. Then, much like, uh, here's a reference for you. Much like the 90s, WCW superstar Terry Taylor was the computerized man of the 90s. <laughs> Santa says, it's a good thing my list is computerized. I'm, I'm so glad you brought that up, because I was like, are you we, only because <laughs> it ends up meaning like nothing like because i was like oh okay computerized list somehow that's gonna play into like technology or video games or something like that it doesn't it's just 
They just wanted to show no. this was a high tech Santa for the time, I guess. Yeah, it's very strange and very random. Also, uh, real um, quick, at the very beginning, like when the music kicks in and they do the pan over, didn't that remind you of the Smurfs opening? Yeah, yeah. Now that you mention it, yeah, a little bit. Um, all right. So after we hear uh, Santa berating his reindeer and extolling the virtues of IBM and the microprocessor, <laughs> we move on to <laughs> seeing that Pac-Man Nazi sponsored making... IBM. Yes. 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 Pac-Man is making snow ghosts uh, instead of snowmen uh, for the Pac-Baby to practice uh, his murder chomping and uh, terrorism on. Uh, and I guess this is like a younger, edgier Pac-Man that has unprotected sex and uh, creates, you know, Pac-Babies. You're saying Pac-Baby was an accident? I mean, whether it, well, if he wasn't an accident, it was unprotected. It, it was still unprotected Pac-Sex, right? Well, I if mean... They I'm... did it on purpose. Well, yeah, but I could only assume, like, who else is Miss Pac-Man going to date besides Pac-Man? Am I right? I mean, there's a, the, the, the the sheriff was a Pac-person, as I believe. Oh, is yeah, that's uh, yeah. <laughs> Steve, they literally live in Pac-Land. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, we don't see anybody else besides the Pac-Family and the uh, sheriff and... The sheriff's assistant, he wasn't like a pack person, was he? What was he, like an animal? Man, I don't even remember, to be honest with you. But I'm going to ask... L like a like a pill-shaped bean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think you're right, yeah. But uh, why do you think they went with the pack family and not just have Pac-Man being a swinging bachelor on his own? I mean, I guess because... Maybe because it's Christmas-oriented, so mm -hmm. you want to have like a kid there... Uh, and to appeal to children, mm -hmm. kids love seeing themselves. That I guess that's what they I don't think. Know. But I mean, how many kids were in GI Joe? You hell, none. And it's a great cartoon. Well, I assume they were like in episode zero, and they just got murdered because they're probably not good at war. <laughs> I guess. Good point. Good point. It's like Snake yeah. Eyes, take these new recruits out into into Cobra territory. The, the, these these younglings. Yeah, oh, there you go. Yeah, Snake Eyes takes out his katana. That's a reference. And, uh, yeah, goes to town. Uh, anyway, carry on then. Uh, all right. So uh, we do see that Miss Pepper Pack mom. I, I actually, it took me a while to realize that her name was Pepper while I was yeah. watching this. So in my in my write-up, I have her as Pac mom. That's a better a name, actually. So, yeah, I guess it sounds a lot like Pac-Man, though. So maybe it'd be... Too easy to get well, him confused. Well, she kept calling him Packy the whole time, so I don't know. Yeah, that's like. Do you think that's like saying "daddy" to a Pac-Man? <laughs> How do you want me, Packy? Sexual? Yeah, I could see. I could yeah. see a stripper saying that to Pac-Man at a strip club. Sure. Oh, so you think you think she's a stripper? I mean, I'm just saying, Pac-Man. You know, he likes to indulge on the side every now and then. And uh, you know he'll go to the club and pay for. It wasn't me, babe. I got I got too pelleted up. <laughs> See, I mean, clearly, you know, Pac-Man has a substance abuse problem, and it's going to spill out into other areas of his life. Well, lucky for Pac-Man, everybody in this has a substance abuse sure problem. Sure do. All right. So anyway, she's there as well, the the Pac-Mom, and uh, they don't see where they're, they're trying to show these. Pac, the snow goes to the pack baby and then they realize that the pack baby isn't there 
they're kind of look for him, look around, but then they hear him. They, they it's basically like a snow Pac-Man, like the video game mm. one, like chomping uh, down a line and chomps over the ghost, mm. and like the snow falls off of it, and it was like Pac Baby in there on a tricycle or something. Right. Um, this is when we first hear Pac Baby's voice, and it is obnoxious. It is. Truly awful. Whatever they paid, um, Rusi, R- Rusi, yeah. Rusi, uh, too much. Too much. <laughs> well, let's talk about the uh, voices in general. Like, what what does Pac Man sound like? To me, Pac Man sounds like a New York cabbie from like the seventies. Yeah, I, I I could see that for sure. Um, I also find his voice to be like pretty much all the voices to not be very very memorable no no I, uh with the, ex- the exception of who of maybe pack baby mm-hmm. and just because it's so terrible and the female ghost oh you she mean it does almost sounds, like a joan exact, rivers-esque yeah well i was gonna say may west she sounds exactly like the female like villain cuberts that I, I can't even remember oh yeah yeah and the rest yeah. of the ghosts all sound like the three stooges basically yeah, pretty much. Um, but uh, moving on, Pac-Man decides to take the family on a toboggan ride. Uh, and today I found out toboggan is spelled with two Gs, which makes sense. But I never uh, I never ran it out. Uh, <laughs> the more you know. Anyways, now yeah, now we see the five real ghosts, if you will. Um, and they're singing a song. It's annoying. Um, then the ghosts see the Pac family uh, in the toboggan. The, the, the ghosts are kind of like on a on a hilltop or something mm-hmm. and they look down and see the toboggan whizzing by and decide that this is a great time to eat the pack family. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, There's like cannibalism in here too. And also since you mentioned it, do you recognize the, the sound effects of the oh, wait, maybe I don't know if it's here. It's either here or later when they get into like the pack car or something like the sound effects that that makes. It's no, I, I didn't. Jetsons. It's basically the same sound as the Jetsons car. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, how? Oh, actually, Pac-Man sees the ghost chasing them mm-hmm. and has the fucking audacity to say, warp speed. <laughs> uh. Uh-oh, something triggered you hell. Ugh. <clears throat> uh, awful. Awful. Uh, anyways. So the pack mother uh, says that without their power pellets, the ghosts will eat them for sure. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I guess they're out of power pellets. They, they must have had like a crazy night last night and they're out of power <laughs> they pellets. snorted all the power uh, pellets, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, this is kind of like where I started to feel like, oh, the power pellets are like drugs Oh, here. 100%. Um, and they're addicts. Uh, then the... Uh, Pack family, they come across like an emergency power pellets box, similar to like an emergency. I don't even know if they have them anymore. The uh, old highway emergency call boxes. Can you just like um, imagine? All right, take that concept and put it in the real world. And like, all of a sudden you're driving and you're like, ah man, I really need some illegal drugs. Oh look, there's an emergency stash right over there. Let me go over there and get high. <laughs> Well, I suspect that the box would all would almost always be empty as yeah, well. Yeah, right. Uh, which it is. So they go up to the box; it's empty, and it's because the ghost showed them that the ghost had already stolen the pellets mm-hmm. ahead of time, even though they didn't know. I, maybe the ghost just went around town stealing 
pull the pellets out of the emergency box. Swerve. You thought it was going to go one way and it went the other way. Ah, Vince Russo wrote this, I see. <laughs> Swerve Strickland, too. All right, so <laughs> the Pac-Man family is like, well, we don't need our drugs when we can just throw snowballs at you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they start throwing snowballs at the ghosts. And the ghosts say, well, two can play that game. And one of the ghosts uh, starts throwing the pellets instead of snowballs, starts throwing the pellets at the Pac family, and they, uh, Pac family just eat the pellets as they're thrown mm-hmm. at them. Then they, uh, uh, they which roid up. They roid up, mm-hmm. and they get turned into murderers. <laughs> and uh, although the ghosts are already dead, I suppose. Yeah, it's, so... uh, yeah. And it's just... There's a lot of, there's a lot of questions. Yeah, like, or, well, I'll let you take it away. You know, it almost reminds me of this episode of Star Trek where there's these two warring, <laughs> these two warring like parties, and they've been at war forever because their punishment was to get put on this planet, and the planet keeps them alive. So no matter how bad they get injured, no matter how badly they get killed, they always resurrect, and they will never ever stop fighting. Is that a fighting. TNG episode? Um, it's a Deep Space Nine episode. Mm. Interesting. Uh, but it. It might have been originally a TNG strip because they did use some of those mm. on the early. Anyways, moving along. Uh, so, yeah, they get turned into murderers because they're coked up on pellets. Uh, they start going after the ghost. And then one of the ghosts tells Pac-Man that he shouldn't munch them. Gross. Mm-hmm. Uh, and asks, tells, asks Pac-Man, hey, haven't you heard the new warning? You shouldn't munch on us. This ghost then, like, you know, they're wearing, like, ghost moo-moos. He, like, lifts up his ghost <laughs> moo-moo and shows them a label on the inside. Essentially. Caught. flashing pac-man if there was anything underneath yeah. uh yes yeah. says uh caution the ghost monster general has determined that chomping on ha- that chomping is hazardous to your health do you think people <sighs> would find that funny even in 1982 i don't know man. i mean like that's pretty rough. Like, like would a kid have found this funny? i don't think i would have laughed i mean you compare this to like looney tunes this ain't funny <laughs> Yeah, yeah. This is like their attempts at comedy were pretty bad, mm. and and I and I was like, were cigarette warnings already around? Eighty two? I don't think so. No one, no one cared at all in eighty two. They're just like, light up, buddy. Oh. I don't care where you are. So uh, the Federal Cigarette Labeling and Advertising Act of nineteen sixty five. Wow. Okay. Required that warning. So <laughs> back when the government cared surprised. about stuff. Amazing. Yeah. All right, so moving along, um, Pac-Man says, uh, I don't care. I'm on drugs, <laughs> and I need to eat you. I'm high as fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so anyways, Pac-Man eats these two ghosts anyways. Mm. Um, there's five ghosts in total. I guess I should mention if I haven't already. Uh, then another ghost pulls out a tennis racket out of, I guess they have like these pockets that they pull shit out of mm. all the time. Anyways, a ghost pulls out a tennis racket, and this ghost's brilliant plan is to swat the other ghosts with the tennis racket to basically, he says, launch them into the next county, and that's how they're going to get away. But uh, I guess this ghost wait, severely wait, wait, wait. overestimated so, his, the strength of his swing. So if if they if he succeeded in hitting the ghost in the next county, does like Pac-Man not have jurisdiction over there or something? <laughs> Well, I, I I guess you know those pellets, the high they give you, just like real drugs, it only lasts for so ah, long, Steve. Just like in the I game. I see. I see. So by the time Pac-Man got to him, it would be too late. Know. Gotcha. Yeah. 
Anyways, uh, so he swats one of the ghosts, but uh, he swats two of the ghosts with a racket, but both the ghosts end up flying into the Pac family's mouth, into Mrs. Pac-Man and uh, into baby Pac-Man, uh, baby or Pac-Baby, whatever. Right. Uh, <laughs> anyways, and then the, the ghost that was like swatting them into the, that swatting them swats himself. Yeah, he's supposed uh, to be like, air, right? all the ghosts are dumb, but this one is like the dumbest one. He's the blue one. Yeah. I think like Inky or something like that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so those three ghosts get eaten up, um, and then we, so that's all five of them. Uh, now they're just the eyeballs. Yeah. Now we cut back to Santa. He's still in the air, still yelling and whipping his reindeer, um, yelling how we don't got time. Right. Um, and then the floating ghost eyes, for anyone that's ever played Pac-Man, you get a ghost, they just turn into floating eyes. They are up in the air, and they scare the reindeer. Uh, which causes them to crash. Yeah, this and this is this is what really took me out of the story here, Yell. Oh, this? Uh, yeah, I, I can see why because, he right, would have been with it till Santa now. Santa is an entity who's been delivering presents, you know, for... An entity. For centuries. He's <laughs> like a cube. Yeah, yeah, he is, basically. <laughs> like, And you would think he would be prepared for something as trivial as a pair of floating ghost eyes. But these things can totally—they totally mess up Santa and his reindeer, and uh, basically cause them to crash. And it's just a couple of floating circles, if you think about it. And uh, yeah. I, I really hope someone I mean, I, got fired. I, I, I guess for that they wonder. had never just seen floating eyeballs before, which <laughs> fair, but but, uh... but you think about Santa though. All right, let's think about who he is. All right, you said he's like a, a fascist. He's bound and determined to deliver these presents no matter what. You think he'd let a couple of floating eyeballs, like, stop him from delivering? Well, it's not him, though. It's the reindeer that gets scared. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. But you, they, they should be ready for this kind of stuff, too. But they, I I mean, I agree, uh, especially knowing how Santa, how, how, how much he aggressive and violent yeah, I mean, he is. Just think about yeah. it. They're going to have to take Santa's wrath later. Like, I think they could take a few weirdo floaty ghost eyeballs in the face <laughs> when later, because now they're going to have to take, like, Santa's gloved fist in their face because... Yeah, yeah. Or maybe Miss Claus will get it. Who knows yeah. what the <laughs> Everyone. dynamics are. Man, this is giving me flashbacks to uh, Chainsaw Reindeer. Remember that classic? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, continue. All right. So, yeah, Santa crashes, like I mentioned, the sleigh crashes, and, like, Santa's knocked out the deer. I thought maybe the reindeer were, like, oh, dead or something. Oh, they look so the they're knocked sad. Out. Like, there's a, um, there, look, there's a picture right there in the Obscuratron that shows the reindeer, like, laying down, you know, knocked out or whatever. Mm -hmm. It was, if I was a little kid, I'd probably be crying at that image, but. Yeah, yeah. all that was missing was a little blood. Yeah, exactly, um, right? So, anyways, the Pac-Man family, they come up uh, upon Santa. They talk about how strange he looks. Uh, Did you hear yes? Pac-Man go, what's going on here? Is this an invader from Mars? And again, you hell. Yeah. It totally yeah. took me out of the story. How does Pac-Man even know what Mars is? Like, where is Pac-Land to begin with? Steve, I feel like this story might have been too complex for you to keep up with because... <laughs> 
they make it clear. Santa makes it clear that Pac-Land is on Earth. Mm-hmm. Oh. He's just never heard of it. Okay. Because he's like, oh, I've been delivering toys all over the Earth. I've never come across Pac-Land. All right, I remember that. But again, that makes Santa look like a look like a bitch, frankly. I mean, how could he not know about it? Well, well my, my assumption is that the Earth is flat, Steve, <laughs> and Pac-Land is on the underside of the 2D plane. Oh, well, I was thinking it was more of a hollow moon kind of deal. <laughs> That's where Pac-Land mm. was. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's actually right next to the uh, the base in Iron Sky. <laughs> yes! Uh, oh, <laughs> That's where great Pac-Man. movie, great movie. <laughs> All right. Uh, so anyways, yeah, everyone's talking about how weird Pac- uh, Santa looks with his skin and furry face. <laughs> right. uh, Look at the size Anyways, of his hog. Uh, pa- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Santa wakes up and uh, says he's never heard of Pac-Land. And uh, Santa tries to, like, get the sleigh together and fly, but the reindeer are still knocked out. Uh, the Pac-Man family's like, uh, come back to our place and uh, we'll get you. We'll get you squared away. And what do they do, Steve? They they give him cocoa laced with power pellets. Yeah, right. They call it power pellet cocoa. Yeah. And Santa's like, okay. <laughs> right, Santa, you know, he's he hasn't, believe it or not, Santa hasn't done too many drugs. But this Santa, he's like, well, <laughs> when in Rome. Uh, no, what impact, yeah, man? Yeah, right. Uh, one other thing that makes Santa look incompetent, I don't know if we've gotten to it yet, he loses his bag of toys. And then he also mentions we're about that he gave the elves the night off. It's Christmas Eve. How could you give the elves the night off on Christmas Eve? Well, I mean, if the to me that makes sense though, because I can't believe we're arguing about this. If the toys are already made and he's just going to go deliver them, there's nothing for them to do till next year. They're going to be working the next 364 days. You have time to leave. You have time to clean. (laughs) (laughs) Oh Jesus! (laughs) All right, Uh, we've got CEO Steve in the house. I'm a real Uh, hard ass. I'm the head of reptilian media. (laughs) All right. So, um, yeah, he lost his presence, uh, or, or rather, so the Pac family there and, and Santa, they're back at the Pac-Man household. Pac-Man, uh, Santa's like drinking some, uh, drug cocoa <laughs> and Santa explains to everybody that he's going to be late for Christmas, but no one's heard of Christmas. So he gives them like a brief, uh, TLDR on what Christmas is. I like to think of it as uh, a Ted talk. Yeah. 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 A TEDx yeah. talk on Christmas. Uh, Santa then realizes that he's lost his presence, um, but the Pac-Man family and the two other people in this town, which is the sheriff and his pill-shaped deputy, <laughs> uh, they say like, hey, don't worry, guy, we're, we're going to take care of your sleigh, uh, we're going to uh, help you with the, uh, so they're going to fix his sleigh, mm-hmm. Mrs. Pac-Man is going to nurse the reindeer to health, yep. and uh, Pac-Man is going to uh, go look for the presents uh, with his dog, Chump Chump. Yes, yes, yes. Sounds like a perfectly cromulent plan. Yes. Then we go to the ghost's lair, mm. uh, where the ghosts are plotting their revenge on Pac-Man. Um, they also like put on like their new, new outfits, new ghosts. Yeah, new moo-moos. A couple of those ghosts, uh, their head was a little more pointier than I would have liked. <laughs> yeah (laughs) not really but whatever um anyway so they um 
they talk about uh, the ghosts talk about like pouring chocolate like tying santa down and like pouring chocolate on him yeah and uh, they actually do it to one of the ghosts and then they say oh then once we've got them all all covered in chocolate and he's tied down we'll chop on him like this and they start like like licking stop, the ghost i'm getting or, like, aroused just thinking about it god yeah yeah it was real weird and then the ghost that was all chocolated up and then you know they apologized to him is this when they Great. um uh, is this when they eat one of their own? They eat one of their... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They cover him in chocolate and like start chomping yeah, on Yeah, the cannibalizing ghosts here. It's uh, me- This is a messed up world. Packland is messed yeah. up. You watch out. And, and you know, I guess this is why there's only four people left. In the <laughs> Everyone's eating each other. Was, yeah. Everyone either like ate or, or they went to the other county where like there aren't any cannibals. Mm, there you go. Um uh, we cut to Pac-Man and his dog walking around looking for the presents. Mm. Uh, the ghosts are also out and about, and they're singing a Christmas song, which is weird since no one is supposed to know about yeah, Christmas. Right. But whatever. See, it's a, they're breaking uh, their own world, you hell. That's what that's what's pissing me off over here. These ghosts are they're, they're such badass. And at one point, I forgot to mention it, but earlier, I think it might be when, when the dumb ghost starts throwing the pellets. Uh-huh. One of the other ghosts like breaks the fourth wall and looks at the camera. <laughs> These ghosts are a bunch of Deadpool's, proto Deadpool's. Yeah, he does the the gym from the office like turn and look at the camera bit. <laughs> uh, it's true, he did. <laughs> it, it was the only part that almost made me smile. Mm. Um, okay, so the like I mentioned, the ghosts were singing this Christmas song that they shouldn't know. Uh, then the ghosts find uh, Santa's sack of toys mm-hmm. and start playing with uh, the toys. Uh, Pac-Man sees the ghost, and he and his dog travel under the snow. They, like, burrow under the snow to try to get to the toys. But these ghosts, they catch him. They do. The ghosts the ghost then start chasing Pac-Man, uh, while the dog, a.k.a. Chomp Chomp, he starts putting the toys back in the sack. Mm-hmm. And the idea is that, like, you know, they'll chase Pac-Man while the dog takes the toys back. Uh, but a few of the ghosts notice this, and they break off and go after the dog. Uh, but the dog loses them. Then the ghosts catch up with Pac-Man, because Pac-Man, like, trips. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ghosts catch up with Pac-Man, and they bite him. But all it really does is, like, make Pac-Man a little weak and tired. Right, right. Is this when he... um delivered like the lamest line in action hero history where he says uh what line he goes oh well if you can't beat him run like it was just oh yeah 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 yeah. and then also i I also wanted to bring to people's attention did you notice the like amount of yo-yos in santa's sack like and just the overall amount of lame toys that were in there (laughs) oh i noticed that there were quite a few trains yeah it was all yo-yos and trains (laughs) Yeah, yeah, pretty pretty bad. But it's 1982. We might as well you know, throw uh, some Ataris in there for some product placement. Come on, this is CEO Steve talking here. <laughs> well, isn't isn't like Pac-Man like a is it Namco? Yeah, it is. It is. I think. Yeah. But, I mean, he made his uh, you know home console debut on the Atari, if I'm remembering correctly. I think you are correct. Um, all right, so moving right along, the ghosts, like I said, they uh, chomped on uh, Pac-Man, but he's still strong enough. And then the ghosts, like, just, like, 
the, the ghosts say, I should have written it down. They say something to Pac-Man like, oh, that'll teach you a lesson, you know, mm. or whatever. Yeah, that sounds about so right. So I guess like Pac-Man and the ghosts, their lives just revolve around like eating each yeah, other. Yeah, it's so But never weird. killing each other. It's like uh, Ouroboros. <laughs> Space Nine episode. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, Ouroboros, the, the snake that eats its own tail. That's all that's going on in Pac-Land. It's just a constant ca- cannibalizing of, uh, of everything going on there. And yeah. can we address um, the chomp transition? Do you know what I'm talking t- uh, What do you mean? Well, in between scenes, there is a transition, and it's basically Pac-Man's mouth. Let me put it over my camera here. And it goes, and then when it opens up, they're in a different scene. You never noticed that? I might have been typing or something. I, I didn't catch <laughs> that. I'm surprised they went through the trouble. It's horrifying, actually. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe maybe I blocked it out of my mind. Yeah, there um, you go. But anyways, Pac-Man is still strong enough to grab the sack. I don't know why the uh, ghost didn't take it, but whatever. So uh, Chomp Chomp and Pac-Man are walking back home. Uh, we see that Santa is back at the Pack house uh, Santa is telling the Pac-Baby a story about christmas kind of in the night before christmas vein uh Mm -hmm. we see that the reindeer they're slowly starting to get better um now we're seeing that uh pac-man and chomp chomp they're still trying to get back home and they like Mm -hmm. fall off the side of like a cliff or a hill something like that like the snow gives way Mm -hmm. uh they crash at the bottom toys go everywhere but hey it's no biggie they just gather up the toys and keep walking home yeah um Pac-Man eventually makes it home. Uh, He's very cold. He's got like icicles on him. Uh, Uh, But Santa says that, uh, and now we've seen that the sleigh is fixed. The reindeer are good. But Santa, this ungrateful son of a bitch, starts weeping like like, like a little baby. Even even Pac-Baby doesn't cry in this. Yeah. But Santa does. It was really weird that they decided to uh, make Santa cry like... I don't know. I was under the impression that Santa was a badass. That's what, that's what kids want to see. They want to see Santa cry. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm just trying. And not solving his own problems. I'm just trying to think of this in terms of, <laughs> yeah, like, the writers here. Like, were they trying to go for some sort of heartfelt, teary-eyed moment or something? Because I, I think they assume the whole family is, like, going to gather around the TV uh, after opening presents or whatever and watch... <laughs> Christmas comes to Pac-Land, which is just kind of funny just to say that out loud. So, like, so we're going to show Santa cry so everyone can cry who's watching? Like, I don't know. No, I mean, I suspect it went something more like, oh, uh, we're 45 seconds short on the script. (laughs) Yeah, we need to make old Santa cry. That'll kill some time. Hey. What animation can we do real quickly that we can cycle over and over? Oh, Santa crying. That's my guess. Sure, sure. But uh, anyways, uh, so Pac-Man starts, uh, excuse me, Santa starts complaining, uh, whining. uh, He should pull himself up by his bootstraps, you hell. No, he's not. Listen, CEO Steve, (laughs) I know that you think everybody can just do that, but that's not how it works, Steve. Um, So santa's whining that christmas is ruined and that because there's not going to be enough time to deliver toys now even if they had a rocket powered uh sleigh mm-hmm. and that makes pac-man go hey i got an idea hey <laughs> uh and uh they jump in the pac-mobile the car 
with Santa following behind. And like you said earlier, they, the Jetson sound is kind of used instead of the car engine. Oh, yep. Thank you, Steve. Mm-hmm. Uh, appreciate appreciate. Just call that me Michael we'll Winslow. Sending you. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reference. Yeah. Um, anyways, I look forward to the season desist from Hannah Barbara. Me too. Um, so they, uh, where was I? They, they're driving. Uh, we don't know where they're going, but the ghost cut off the, uh, the Pac-Man car. I don't know why he didn't just drive over them. Right. I mean, you just ate them <laughs> like a few minutes oh, ago. Oh, but have you now ever gotten ghost eyeballs in your exhaust tail? You hell, you can never get them out. Oh, that's true. Never. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, so anyways, Pac-Man tries to reason with them, explaining that they're helping Santa and uh, Pac-Man says that, you know, Christmas is a time to spread cheer and love, and that includes the ghosts. And he tells them that children all over the world won't get their presents if the ghosts open their mouths instead of their hearts. <laughs> One thing that I think is interesting here, though, is that um, the ghosts never acknowledge that, like, Pac-Man got away the last time. Because they basically, and also that was weird, too. They should have just went ahead and ate him. But for whatever reason, they just went ahead and tied him up and left him there in the snow. And then now... They didn't even tie him up. They, they, they just, like, ate him. They just surrounded him and started and took... and But but I guess that's what they do when they chomp on him. They just, like, take bites, and but they never eat him. Eat him. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And, and then it's so weird. Pac-Man shows up here, and the ghosts are like, Hey, you got away! Nope, nope, no acknowledgement at all. Yeah, I mean, I guess the ghosts don't really have a digestive system. <laughs> So, and and you know what? They need to go. Namco needs to go deep into the Pac-Man like lore, and it's like if the ghosts succeed in eating Pac-Man, does that bring them back from the from the dead? Like, what's going on here? Oh, Namco? Maybe, yeah, there, there needs to be like a gritty uh, Pac-Man. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Directed by Robert Rodriguez? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe have Quentin Tarantino guest direct a few scenes, just like the foot scenes. <laughs> I uh, knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> Um, he's going to make them footsies one way or the other. Sure. All right. So, uh, this Pac-Man's little speech convinces all but one of the ghosts, but the four other ghosts convince this ghost to let Pac-Man go. And he's like, all right, Pac-Man, but just this once. And as soon as Christmas is over, mm -mm -mm, I'm licking you up so good. (laughs) It's going to be open season on (laughs) Pac-Man. Anyway, uh, so now we see that Pac-Man has taken everyone to the power pellet forest. Uh, like I said earlier, literally drugs grow on trees yep. here, and he takes them there to get the reindeer coked up. <laughs> so he tells the reindeers to uh, start eating pellets. That's what they and do. And they do. <laughs> uh, because Santa's like, yeah, eat these. And, uh, you know, they, they're like, well, I'd rather deal with the possibility of going into cardiac arrest. Um 100% chance of uh, a beating from Santa. So, of course, yeah. Santa is all about making that deadline, baby. Yeah. So uh, the reindeer eat the pellets and their their bodies start glowing. Always a great side effect. Um, <laughs> when the pack family gets back into... back to, So if Santa flies off with the reindeer, mm-hmm. um, then the Pac-Man family goes back to their house and they find that Santa has left them presents. Uh, they start opening the presents and the ghosts are outside the window and they're like, oh, but I thought we were going to leave him alone. And then the bad ghost, the real bad ghost is like, uh, fuck it. I changed my mind. 
And now I'm, mm, I want I'm, I want him inside me so bad. I want some, <laughs> I want some sweet pack action right now. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be Miss uh, Pac-Man tonight, if you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> it's getting pegged. Uh, so, uh, anyways, the ghost burst into the Pac family home to chomp the Pac-Man family, but instead, Pac-Man has presents for each of the of ghosts. And turns around and gives it to them, which makes the ghosts very happy, makes them stop. And our story ends with Santa flying in the sky, yelling, Merry Christmas, and to all a good chomp. Good night. <laughs> he says a good right. chomp. Um, oh, one thing I wanted to, uh, another nitpick, if you will, you hell. I just, I just don't know what Hanna-Barbera were thinking here. The animation when Pac-Man or anyone uh, takes a pack pellet is so underwhelming. You just get a little glow on the outside. It's mm-hmm. like, come on, man, these are pack pellets here. I, I feel like even in the game, when you get a pack pellet, it's more like exciting and in your like, face. Like Pac-Man flashes different colors. Like yeah. The colors. yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, it's super Saiyan Pac-Man is what it is. And here we just mm-hmm. get a little... It's like the bare minimum that Hanna-Barbera could animate. Just a little bit of, like, shiny on the outside. Yeah, it, it's, it's like the halo you might see around lights if, you, if you're doing mushrooms or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that's basically it's a great reference. what I would describe it. All right, are you ready to render uh, your but, verdict? Well, before that, I do want to point out that the theme of this episode is drugs can solve all of your problems. <laughs> yes. Literally, anytime anyone is in a dangerous or a precarious situation mm-hmm. they solve it with drugs at the beginning when the ghosts attack pack family what do they do they do drugs to eat the ghosts mm-hmm. when santa is suffering a concussion after he crashes what do they do hey have some cocoa laced with uh power pellets and then here of course to be able to deliver all the presents the reindeers they do drugs so so all right, between this and RoboCop, I feel like we're even we're either like super right wing or super left wing. Which one? <laughs> which one is it? Because uh, what the, this this episode? Because from RoboCop, we learned that uh, that guns are the answer to all of our problems. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's now true. here we're learning that drugs are the answer. Maybe it's both somewhere in the middle. <laughs> yeah, drugs and guns together solve all the problems. That's the most Florida right, answer Steve. you could possibly give. The the Mexican drug cartel is the solution to the world's problem. I knew it. I knew it, solved it all along. All right. Are you ready to render your verdict on Christmas? Yes, let's do it. <laughs> okay, here we go. All right. You held Pac Lasquez. See what I did there? Uh, do you think that Christmas... Pac Hombre. <laughs> Pac Hombre. That too, yeah. Do you think that Christmas Comes to Pac-Land should be a part of your regular Christmas viewing? Or should it be tossed into the pack void of obscurity, never to be heard from again? Uh, no, this is pretty bad. Uh, I'm going to say tossed into the void uh, of obscurity, the voice acting. Despite the uh, clearly talented cast, it, it's just it's a bad script. Uh, the animation, like, I mean, it is 1982 TV animation, so you got to cut it a little bit of a break, but it's even for that, it's pretty bad, I feel like. Yeah, this is pretty much a cash grab. I'm sure Pack Fever was going strong at this point, and some, uh, I don't know, executive was like, 
We got to combine Christmas and Pac-Man together somehow so we can get those views, baby. Uh, those Nielsen ratings. That's right. I want 38 and nothing more or less. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, you can compare this to something like the uh, Claymation animation special, which came out around the same time. I, I mean, I'd rather watch that, like, any day of the year uh, compared to this which is just pretty much ultimately forgettable. I mean, if you're a huge Pac-Man fan and you have kids, then maybe it'll work for you. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I don't ever really want to watch this again. So for all those reasons, Christmas Comes to Pac-Land shall be obliterated. The heathens have spoken. You are obliterated. Now, my question to you, Yehel, is which do you think was better, this or the Qbert uh, Thanksgiving special? Oh, <laughs> I, I feel like the Qbert one at least had like more things to poke fun at. Whereas right. This yeah, didn't was... even really reach the so bad. It's nah, not that Qbert was so bad. It's good. But I, I, I think Qbert was uh, a little bit more palatable. I, I I definitely see where you were going there. Yeah, Qbert was like so bad it's good just because, I mean, it, they just had a ship with a Q on on, the, on it. And that's supposed to be the Qbert ship, and like this, yeah, this was just too middling and mediocre. Yeah. There's really not that much to make fun of if you're not smart enough to get the drug references. This is going to be boring, basically. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, anything else to add before we sign off here? Uh, no, I am, uh, good. Are you ready to do some pack drugs afterwards? Cause I am. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I do want to mention that next week's episode will also, uh, be pre-recorded. Mm -hmm. Um, and it'll be covering Mr. Bean. What, what's the name of it? Uh, it's a Mr. Bean, Mr. Bean New Year's Eve. Yeah. Like, do yeah. It yourself or something. It's Mr. Bean episode nine. It's called do it yourself, Mr. Bean, but it's also a new year's Eve, uh, episode. Um, so yeah, basically spend new year's Eve with Mr. Bean who wouldn't want to. And of course your good friends, Steven, Yehel at the obscurity now podcast. And I brought it up because if you want to watch it ahead of time, you can watch it for free on YouTube on the Mr. Bean channel. Just look for Do It Yourself, Mr. Bean, and it should come up. And uh, we very uh, foolishly forgot to mention that if for some reason you want to watch Christmas Comes to Pac-Land, you can find it on uh, internetarchive.org. Archive I don't think it's called Internet Archive yeah. anymore. but Yeah, it's just archive.org. Yeah, there. If it's called Internet Archive, but it's you are Earl. It's Earl. <laughs> yeah, I got gotcha. you. Archive I got gotcha. you. So yeah, for all you uh, pack heads out there, you can snort your pack pellets and watch this on archive.org. All right. So uh, Merry Christmas from the Obscurity Now uh, podcast. Make sure you let us know what you think about Christmas comes to Packland. Uh, other than that, we will see you next Sunday as we continue to unearth more obscure media only on Obscurity Now. See you next time. You've been enjoying Obscurity Now, a podcast that's recorded live to tape and streamed to Twitch and YouTube. Subscribe so you never miss an episode or hilarious quip. Take us with you by following the download links provided in the show notes to wherever you get podcasts. 
and take notice of our various social media links. If that's what you're into, I'm not here to judge. And make sure you join us live next week at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific as we continue to discuss more obscure media only on Obscure Now.